A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today I am joined by a returning guest, a World Game Changers director no less, Andrew Batt. Andrew, a very warm welcome sir. Thank you, thanks for having me on again, it's a pleasure to be here. Listeners, what we thought we'd talk about, this is a, this is a two-part series, mini-series you might even say, but wealth in today's world. So we're going to come at that from two different angles. Firstly, around what's happening in the outside world, you know, things like cryptos and what have you. Uh, and I've got to confess, listeners, what I know about cryptos, you could write on the back of the stamp and then still have enough room to write your life story. That's how much I know, but Andrew's a different kettle of fish, so he'll enlighten us, I'm sure. And then on the second episode, we'll talk about it from wealth from a more personal perspective. But hold that thought for the second one. So, Andrew, where do we start with this this wealth concept? What's happening in the world around wealth? Well, I think there's a there's a there's a kind of major shift um, that's kind of happened off the back of COVID. There's a there's a lot of people that bandy about it's a, a big reset and all, all the rest of it. Um, but what's also happened is that there's there's a lot more opportunities seem to have presented themselves over the last couple of years. Um, you touched upon the the kind of crypto side of things so that's obviously for anyone that doesn't know it's decentralized uh, a kind of decentralized finance platform um so as with anything like this there's there's opportunities for investment um there's obviously different risks involved as with any type of investment whether it's the crypto world whether it's nfts so non-fungible tokens that are all happening um property stocks and shares the more kind of traditional uh more widely known kind of concept so i think there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of shift in society as well it's not just as in wealth and finances but it's um we've certainly seen it with just locally to us that the 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 sense of community um is being built up again um i mean i'm in my mid 40s now and I remember as a kid, we lived in a small village in the southeast of England, and the sense of community was incredible. Um, in 1987, I was 11 years old, and we had a very, very bad hurricane hit the southeast. It did an awful lot of damage. Um, we, in our village, we were actually cut off um, for seven days. And in that seven days, there were so many trees down, you would have to climb over, under, around trees to get get down to the main road where people were dropping supplies off for the village. And um, my father at the time had a chainsaw um, and one of the other guys, one of the other dads in the village, and me and a friend of mine, both 11 years old, learned how to use a chainsaw because we were, we were helping them chainsaw stuff up. So, um, yeah, that, that kind of sense of community is... It's been getting lost over the last few decades as I've as I've kind of got into adulthood and, and got into my, like I said, my mid-40s. Um, and I think that sense of community is bringing everyone together. Obviously, the internet means that we can talk with people across the world very easily, whereas before it was a lot a lot trickier. Um, so, yeah, the whole, the whole 
I think society as a whole is shifting. And because of that, then the, the, this concept of wealth and, and how to do it and how to, how to generate it, create it, um, or, or utilize it wisely if, you've had, if you have it already, um, all those concepts are changing. Hmm. So in a very kind of almost closed black and white um, scenario or question, Andrew, uh, yes, you know, things are changing. Changing for the better, though? I'd, I'd like to think so. I actually, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of going backwards. Um, you know, we we kind of evolve. And sometimes if you, if you go backwards, it feels like it's the wrong direction. Um, but actually, that going back to having a, a, a bigger sense of community for me is, for me personally, I... I I don't know whether that's because that that reminds me of part of my childhood that I really enjoyed. Um, But I also, you know, as you know, I run multiple businesses and I've run businesses throughout my life and my entrepreneurial journey on my own. And it's and it's extremely difficult. Um, It's difficult anyway. But what I've come to realize in in more recent years is actually collaborations. Um, And that is a sense of community. Um, It's just on a smaller level. And the collaborative businesses that I've been involved in, um, we've actually achieved more and quicker. And and it's so true, you know, you go faster and further when you do it together. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, it's more fun because who wants to do things on their own? You don't want to go and experience life on your own because, you know, again, I've done that in my life before. I've gone on holidays on my own. And at points I've, I've looked around to the person that I want to be sharing with, but there's no one there. So actually, again, there's that community side of things. Um, so. Almost lends itself to that old saying about leadership being a lonely place, which I actually don't subscribe to. I think, you know, these cliches that uh, have stood the test of time can be very um, debilitating. They can be very restrictive. And I really don't. You know, at the end of the day, what, you know, I think if you're a heart-centred leader, for me, the clue is in the word heart and you are connecting with people, you know, and you've got that kind of shared capacity, even if that person's not directly involved or even remotely involved in your business, you know, to have that sense of you, say, that community, that connection, it's just, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm being too subjective about this, but... It's a basic prerequisite for humanity, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and again, you know, the, the the way the world's changed, the way the world almost got put, you know, we all we almost hit the pause button, and and because everyone's so busy in their lives, and you know, bringing it back to the wealth side of things, everyone's always trying to to obtain more, and and obviously keeping it on the financial side of things. You know, yes, we've got to put roofs over our heads, food on the table. Um, certainly in our part of the world, if, if you're running a car, you've got cars to run, insurance to pay, petrol to buy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but for two years, we just we just literally hit pause. And that's actually given people time to stop and, and take stock and go, well, why the hell am I on this treadmill every day? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, um, I was reading a statistic the other day that 2021 in the UK um, saw a 20% increase in um, new business startups. 
So people transferring from employment into entrepreneurship. Um, so, I mean, that's a massive, you know, as a, as a, as a nation, we're quite entrepreneurial anyway. Um, but it, it's those kind of figures that that's showing you there is a shift. There is a shift in what people are after. There's a shift in what people value. Um, and there's a shift in what people require. Um, so yes, you know, you, you look at the, the kind of top 1% and they've got the Ferraris and they've got the big homes and, you know, maybe they've got the, the helicopters and the jets and, and that kind of lifestyle and fair place them where they're working hard and they're, they're earning it good for them. Um, but for most people, they, they don't have the kind of needs or wants to, 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 to obtain that kind of wealth. Um, wealth to them is it again like you say it depends on your your perspective of wealth i mean i for me personally when i was in my early 20s i came into a bit of money and i was a tax exile at the time so i i felt like i was in the top one percent and i was spending it like i was in the top one percent and by my mid-20s i was fifty thousand pounds in debt um so because i was i had a very um bad relationship with with money finances and wealth as a whole um i've obviously turned that around in the last decade and and got back out of that again um and i have a healthier respect for it um mm. but again that comes with experience i uh, you know maybe i needed to go through that and have have it and lose it to actually appreciate what i what i did have um so but again the world's changed you know i i i had that kind of wealth before the internet existed um so it was very different but and because i was a tax exile i couldn't invest that wealth where i wanted to and where i knew it would would serve me very well um at the same time my mum invested in another property of her own um and that's quadrupled in value over the, that last 20 years so where I couldn't do something at the time, I made other decisions, right or wrong. Um, so, yeah, it's it's quite interesting for me because I've seen it from both sides. I've been able mm. to peek in, into each way. So peek into the future then, Andrew, if you will, and, um, you know, what does it look like you know, in terms of wealth? You know, are we going to go from strength to strength? You know, there's all this um, confusion with this terminology like NFTs and, you know, cryptos and this and that and the other. And, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty around well, what does this all mean? Where is it leading us? Um, you know, people will ask people like yourself that's got the finger on the pulse. You know, are, are we in a good place? I think, the, I mean, if you speak to anyone that's been investing in anything, doesn't matter what they've invested in, um, most people will say, I wish I invested in X back then. Now, the one thing at the moment we can't do is time travel that I'm aware of. Um, so we definitely can't go back in time. Um, but what, what I tend to do is use my um, hindsight, because we all learn very well from hindsight. I try and use my hindsight to create my foresight. Um, and then I'm, I'm able to make um, better decisions in the present um, because it's you know at the end of the day apart from mystic meg none of us have got a crystal crystal ball so you know nfts and uh cryptocurrency could be like the pound the euro and 
this piece of art that's on the back of you know the back of the wall behind me at the moment they they those could be our nor norms in five years 10 years 20 years fiat money might not exist anymore um you know back in the 70s when i was born that was when um decimalization was coming into the uk and it went from pounds shillings and pence to pounds and shillings and then uh, i was also around when the when france had the french franc and then they converted to the euro and everyone was like they were just up in the arms i don't want to do this this isn't right now you know it's it's people that anyone younger than the age of 40 in france doesn't even know what a french franc is or was unless they learned it in history so you've got that constant involvement so you know will it be bitcoin who knows bitcoin was the first one um you know that I, I was talking to one of my business partners last night and uh he said did you know that microsoft actually created the first ipad um but they were terrible at marketing it they actually had it out 10 years before apple but apple took the concept packaged it really well marketed it even better now most of us in the western world have got an ipad in the house at least one um so just because it's the innovator doesn't mean that it's going to stand the test of time but those people that are pushing things forward and those entrepreneurs that are doing that um you know branson and most people know richard branson he revolutionized um air travel there were loads of other people playing flying planes before he came along but he just decided he wanted to do it better and offer better service and that's how he built his brand very quickly so um, I think crypto is here to stay. I think NFTs are here to stay. Um, there's a big shift in the next version of, of the internet with blockchain and smart contracts. That's going to have a massive impact on, on how, how we all live our lives. And there's talk within the next five to 10 years of 50% of the workforce being artificial intelligence. So the way we work is going to shift as well. Mm, sobering thought sobering thought let's leave it there andrew i just want to close off uh if i may by inviting you in to share your contact details and uh how people can reach out and uh yeah because you've got one or two contact details you've got your fingers in a few uh, a few pies have you not i have this is part of the wealth strategies multiple streams of income so um i've got a, a couple of property businesses um also run the business driven community and the business driven academy so that helps um exhausted employees transition into empowered entrepreneurs um and i also have my own personal website which is where i normally send people because that's kind of the main hub um so and that's just simply my name andrewbat.com um that's the best way to to get in touch um and i'm obviously another part of of our modern living is being on social media so i'm on most platforms um, so mm. Facebook, Clubhouse, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Those are the ones I'm on at the moment. <laughs> um, and, and like you alluded to before, I'm, I'm very honoured to sit on the board of directors for World Game Changers as well. Mm. Which is becoming not necessarily in a uh, financial sense, listeners, but a very, very wealthy organisation. And on that sort of different connotation of wealth Andrew I think we leave it there because that nicely paves the way for a follow-on episode doesn't it you know when we look at you know wealth in today's world so we'll pick that thread up in the next episode so we'll leave it there listeners and I just want to sign off the way I always do by saying remember the world's changing how will you respond <laughs>
Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>